First, we're gonna start with the problem that the mastermind solves, but then who's the leader? Who's the coaches? Who are the people that are charging the hill at the front of the pack? What are they experts in? What are they really good at? What do they have a track record in? What have they duplicated into other people, right? So like getting results for yourself is one thing, but then teaching it and getting someone to take action and to learn the framework and how to think, like that is a completely different thing, right? Do they encompass what you want in all areas of their life? I think that is, is really important because if you're spending time with them, they're gonna influence you, right? Do you want them influencing you on your marriage? Do you want them influencing you on how to raise your kids? Do you want them influencing you on your faith? Do you want them influencing you on your fitness? And all the other things that, that are important, right? Because at the end of the day, if you're paying them and you're looking up to them and they're going to be your mentor, you're going to start taking on some of their habits and their traits and, and, and their beliefs and, and how they think. And that's going to influence how you show up in every single area of your life. So Welcome to the Fitness Empire Podcast, where we show gym owners how to dominate their competition and build a massively profitable fitness business. Dustin and Matt collectively own 12 gyms and have a combined 30 years of experience in the fitness industry. They're here to help gym owners create an empire of impact and income. Hello, hello, fellow gym owners, empire builders. Welcome to another episode of the Fitness Empire Podcast. We are excited for today's episode because it does come with a special announcement. And so we definitely want you guys to hang out to the end so you can hear all about it. We're just coming hot off the heels of Domination Workshop and everyone's saying they got a Domination Workshop hangover, a Domination Workshop high, and they're just, you know, like flooded with ideas, with positive energy. Their team is jazzed up. And so it was just really good juju. So if you guys were not in the room, you were probably seriously having some major FOMO. And so hopefully you use that as, you know, the catapult to get you to the next one. So um, me and Matt are curious. We have been posting on, on our email list, on our Facebook. We've been saying, hey, when would you guys like to see another domination workshop? Because to be honest, we didn't plan another one until next year. But based on demand, we might put another one on the books. So send him a message on Facebook or Instagram. Send me a DM. Tell us what month would be ideal for you. And then the other question we want to know is, would you come alone or would you bring your team? Because we think the people who got the most value brought their team and got to hear it from the horse's mouth. And that is going to definitely be, you know, an extra punch if you're able to do that. So send us a DM, tell us what, you know, you want, and we will see what we can do. But we'll press on. And that is to today's topic. So today... Matt and I wanted to put our heads together and talk about masterminds. And so essentially we've both joined a lot of masterminds. We spent a lot of money. Um, I'm probably, I, I mean, I was thinking about the other day, I was like, I'm probably half a million dollars in to masterminds and, you know, courses and programs. And so, you know, at the end of the day, you have to look at these things with specific kind of questions in mind. And that's what we want to go through with you guys is like what we kind of consider the five questions we ask ourselves before we join a mastermind and kind of just help you to make a decision because there's a lot of people out there that make a big bold claim and we've all probably been taking advantage of them in some way or the other so this is kind of like a screening and and a way to make sure that you don't have that happen to you and you pick the right mastermind that's right for you and so uh we're excited to talk about that matt anything you want to touch on when it comes to masterminds before we get into the questions you know, I'm in the same boat as you. I I have not calculated I probably don't want to calculate it but I think with that we've <laughs> You know, ultimately, we've been in good masterminds, we've been in bad masterminds, and I think also, too, part of it is uh, 
you get out what you put in as well. So having the right mindset going into uh, into the masterminds, I, I think is really important. And you get out what you put in. You can be in a good mastermind, but if you're not engaging, you're not showing up, you're not connecting with, with the people in the group, and you're not applying what's being taught, then a good mastermind can feel like a, a bad mastermind. So part of it too is like, if you're going to invest in a mastermind, be ready to invest your time and your energy as well, not just your not just your money. Yes. If you think, hey, my problems are going to be solved because I paid some money, yes. then you're not going in there and, and putting in the work, um, then you know, you're mistaken, right? So part of this going into it can be the best mastermind in the world, but you will get out what you put in. And there's been some bad masterminds that you just make the, the most out of and that try room. to squeeze whatever you can uh, and get that ROI uh, back as quickly as humanly possible. Yeah, love it. So yeah, just good reminder that the student is the other half of the relationship. You can have the best coach, the best leader, but you gotta have the student showing up willing and ready to learn and have the capacity to take action on what they're teaching as well. So uh, the first question that I think we both agree on, you know, what we ask ourselves is like, what is your goal? What is the problem you're trying to solve? If you got your marketing process dialed in, should you join a marketing, you know, mastermind where the, the leader, you know, is specializing in that? Probably not, even though you might think they're going to learn a lot of cool stuff, but like, you got to figure out what your big problems are. And so we even say like, write down the three to five pain points in your business right now that make you like so uncomfortable. You can't sleep at night that if you could solve these, you know, your business would explode and everybody's going to have different problems. But like some we commonly see is like, yeah, marketing, getting leads, a steady flow of them constantly all year round, hiring talent, finding great coaches, you know, in interviewing, recruiting, onboarding, training them, and, you know, just bringing talent on board and then keeping them. So you don't have t a lot of team turnover dialing in your sales process so you can improve your conversions like these are just a few like again there's many many others but essentially like what are your big pain points what are you trying to solve and then when you're looking out for masterminds you can ask yourself do they have resources that will help me with that will they have trainings around this um do the do the people who are running the work, work or sorry running the mastermind are they experts in this and have they helped other people to solve this problem so essentially that's where you want to start with is like what's the problem you're trying to solve Sometimes you join because the person's a celebrity online and they just seem super smart or they're charismatic or, you know, it's just like everybody, you know, is jumping into it. So like you want to, you know, go with the, the herd, you know, you're hearing good things, but like you don't want to leap into it for those reasons. You want to start asking them like, what was the problem you were trying to solve? Has it been solved? Are there resources around that problem? And, you know, that's essentially the, the good starting point. Matt, how, what else would you add on that? Well, I, th I think at the end of the day, like that is number one, because ultimately you should be paying to get your problems solved. You should be paying to yeah. also not have to reinvent the wheel. You should be paying to not have to go and, uh, you know, freaking build an airplane at, as you go so that those things are all solved for you. But every mastermind has different, different strengths, different weaknesses. And, and unfortunately in our space, it is a lot of just, we'll get you more leads or we'll increase your sales and we'll do all that stuff. So I, I consider those to be a growth mastermind only. So we grow, we get you some people because here's the secret. It's not hard to get you a hundred leads. It's not hard to get you some more sales. So it's easy to sell you that. But now that you have more sales, now that you have more people, can you retain them? Can you give them an amazing experience? Can you build an amazing team? 
and then be able to start looking at how do I scale myself out of my business or scale myself to a real business where I'm not working 60, 80 hours a week um, and just grinding myself into the ground. Because you can focus on just getting leads and more people through the door, which is sexy and everybody that gets everybody to, to move. Yes, you need that. But yes, you need the other stuff on the back end. So if it only solves one of your problems, but then creates another problem that they can't solve, then now you need a different mastermind or now you need to pay another mentor. So can they solve all the problems that you are looking uh, to be solved? I think is really important. And at the domination workshop, the first thing we said is, you know, what's your name? Where are you from? And what is the number one thing that you want? What's the number one outcome that you want? Because either me and Dustin have the answer or somebody in this room has the answer. But if you don't put that out into the universe, then then you can't get that help. So before you even go into that mastermind, go into it with like, these are the outcomes that I want because you will find them. Whatever you are intentional about, you will find them. But if you're not intentional about finding solutions, then you're just going to get a lot of information. You're going to be really overwhelmed and your business isn't going to be in a better place. Yeah. Love it. So basically saying, turn on the filter, turn on that RAS to find the problem that you're trying to like get solved. And so the next, the next question we would say to ask yourself is who is leading the mastermind? So first we're going to start with the problem that the mastermind solves, but then who's the leader? Who's the coaches? Who are the people that are, you know, charging the hill uh, at the front of the pack? And so what are they experts in? What are they really good at? What do they have a track record in? What have they duplicated into other people, right? So like getting results for yourself is one thing, but then teaching it and getting someone to take action and to learn the framework and how to think, like that is a completely different thing, right? And so like for a fitness coach, like if you literally designed the workout, made person a meal plan and just wrote every step out for them and you never taught them how to think, it would all crumble when they go to a birthday party. You know, the fitness coach has to teach them how to eat at a party, how to eat when they're on vacation, how to think. And now if you've done that, that person has kept the weight off for years, you've been a successful coach. So the same with us, like if we can teach someone how to like, you know, convert their sales, like, you know, like that's something I know I'm an expert in is helping people with their sales. And then the sales problem gets fixed from that point forward. I successfully taught them how to think of a sales process, right? So um, essentially... Will they help you solve that problem in your business? Is that person an expert? Have they replicated themselves? And then, you know, are they in touch with what's happening? Like sometimes I've been in a mastermind where the owner is like not a gym owner anymore. And that's not a bad thing because some people, they'll throw stones both ways. They'll say, oh, your gym must not be successful. So that's why you got to offer services to gym owners. And so um, it's to make up for your failing gym. So, you know, that's stone number one. The other stone is, oh, now, you know, you're successful, you grew your gym and you sold it for a big chunk of money, but now you're out of touch because you don't own a gym and you're, you're a previous gym owner from years ago. So, you know, you can make a case either way, but at the end of the day, like if somebody has built something, they can do it again. Right. And so that's what you're looking for is like, have they reached to the top of that mountain? And if they've done it once, they, if they're a good coach, they can replicate it in other people. So essentially like, you know, again, are they in touch with the industry? Are they, are they trying new things? Are they, you know, attempting, you know, uh, new ways of doing things and trying to, you know, create new things so that they can then teach it to their mastermind members, right? If they're trying to run the same play they've been running for 10 years and now it's going to get stale and people are going to feel that, right? So those are some questions that I kind of like to arm people with. Matt, what else would you add? Um, to just echo what you said is, 
have they accomplished what you want to accomplish? And I would argue to look deeper than just their business acumen. Is their core values in line with what you think? Like, do you think very similar? Do they have a good family? Are they family oriented? Like for me, one of the people I respect the most is Alabama's head coach, Nick Saban. And, and the reason why I respect him a lot, even though I would argue he's probably not as strong of a family person as he could be because he works uh, so much, but like he is good in all areas of his life, right? He's a phen- obviously a phenomenal coach. Like he holds an incredible standard. There, there's no one that's going to argue with like, hey, is this person all in, right? Like he's just, he, he's all in. He, what he stands for in running his his organization is is amazing. And then he's never had a family issue ever in his life. He's been married to the same woman. There's never been a, uh, any moral failings that are public or or any of that stuff. He takes care of his fitness. He, every day after practice for 30 minutes, he has his personal trainer come in and he's he's doing the personal, like he's he's taking care of his fitness. He's in shape. You look at most college coaches and NFL coaches, they're all like 100 pounds overweight. Their life's a mess and, uh, you know, they have no relationship with their family and it's just a, it's just a hot mess, right? So I would also look deeper into do your values align? Do they, you know, are they great in other areas of their life that are important to you? Because if we're talking about work and then life, like there is a, hey, you can be great at work, but you can be a really crappy husband. You can be a really crappy father. I've been raised with those my entire life. So I know what those those look like, right? So like, do they encompass what you want in all areas um, of their life. I think that is, is really important because if you're spending time with them, they're going to influence you, right? Do you want them influencing you on your marriage? Do you want them influencing you on how to raise your kids? Do you want them influencing you on your faith? Do you want them influencing you on your fitness and all the other things that, that are important, right? Because you're going to like, at the end of the day, if you're paying them and you're looking up to them and they're going to be your mentor, you're going to start taking on some of their habits and their traits and, and, and their beliefs and, and how they think. Yes. And that's going to influence how you show up in every single area of your life. So you want to be careful with what are your inputs because your inputs equal your outputs. Um, the other thing to think about, which I think is important because there are some groups that they have some plays that they've been running, but that's the only play they know. And if that play doesn't work for you, then our program doesn't work for you. Right. Sometimes when you hire a franchise, it's like, here's our play. And then you get in there and you're like, well, the play doesn't work in my area. You're like, well, that's the play. And yeah. you're like, uh, I guess I go out of business. Like if, if I'm going to just follow the play. Uh, so they set you up for like, they sell you that this play is the miracle drug that is going to magically change your entire business. And then you get up, get on board and it doesn't work. And then they have nothing else. So with that, you want to make sure that they have plenty of tools in the toolbox to be able to go to. If the hammer doesn't freaking work, they got a screwdriver. The screwdriver doesn't work. You got the next thing. You got the pliers. Like, I don't know all the tools in the world, so I can't keep going down that path. But, um, you know, ultimately, one of my first mentors, he said, I, I don't know one way to get you 100 new clients, but I, I know 100 ways to get you one client, right? So being able to be resourceful, and be able to help you build a business around you. Because I, I think in order to have a successful business, the build, business needs to be built around you. So you're gonna have unique strengths and weaknesses that 
Some yeah. plays just are not designed for you and your team and where you're currently at. Can they meet you where you're currently at and help you build a play that makes sense for you where you're at? And yeah. most can't because, again, they built their business off of one thing, and if that one thing doesn't work, they don't know how to help you. Yeah. And then you invested all this money, all this energy, thinking it was going to be a miracle, and now it's not. So you wasted that money and now you're in a worse place because you wasted that money and now you're still scrambling to figure out what's going to work for you and your business. So those would be the the main things that I would look at when you look at who's leading the mastermind. Love it. Yeah. And I, and I mean, I know I try to be very conscious of that because I know I'm a multi-location owner. So sometimes when I give advice to a single location owner, I have to stop and say, okay, I'll remember back to what I did at that moment and say, oh, I remember when my team was that size, this is what you should do. I'll modify what I'm doing this way. And that's important, right? And so they say good coaches operate from uh, memory, not from theory. They're not thinking, I think you should do this. I think you should take this risk. It's like, nope, this is how I did it. Let's go back in time and I'll tell you and I'll walk you through it. Um, this is how right. I did it, but also this is how I this is how I, I screwed it up. And this is what you definitely yes. don't want to do because I, I yes. screwed this up massively. So learn from my mistakes, right? Because sometimes people come to like, hey, I want to do this, this, this. And you're like, no, right. not because it doesn't align with like what you think is right. It's because you know it's not right because you already tried it. You already failed. You already messed it up. You already made the mistakes. And and honestly, sometimes if you have some mentors that are able to do that for you and prevent you from making those mistakes, like that pays for the mastermind itself. Yep. All right. Well, great. I love it. Uh, another question me and Matt came together and we agree on is how do you measure up compared to the other members of the mastermind? Meaning you don't want to go in and actually be the big fish. If, if it's the right mastermind for you, you should go in and be the small fish. It can fill your ego and make you feel really proud of yourself. If you're a whale inside of a pond and say, look out, I'm the top of this class. I'm, I'm the highest you know, earner. I have the highest EFT. I got the biggest business of everyone in here, but then now there's no growth, right? And so you want to be the fish in the big new ocean and, and there's plenty of room for you to expand and to grow into. And so you want to be around whales in that ocean, but you're the fish. So it's like people that are doing bigger things than you, they will stretch you. They will make you think differently. If you get people at the same level or below, there's not usually going to be a lot of growth from that. You might pick up a few little small tasks and ideas, but your big new way of thinking comes from people that are doing bigger things. And so whenever I'm looking for a mastermind, I'm looking at a problem, but I'm also looking for people that are doing more than me so that I can get stretched and they can change my thinking, right? Because well, my current thinking got me to where I am today. So until I change my thinking, I, I'm not going to get to the next level. So I have to think like that person because like Matt said earlier, like we just, we just kind of go through our day operating with our, you know, operating system, but that probably was not your default operating system. It was influenced over time and you get to choose the people that do that. I want people's default operating system. You know, if I'm at seven figures to be eight figures, they're like, oh, this is, this is just so easy. I know how to do it. You just do this, this, and this. And it comes so casually to them. And then if I'm at seven figures, I'm like, what? Like, stop, go back, you know, go in slow motion. And so that's what you want, you know? So if you're at six figures going to seven, like you want to get in a room full of seven figures. So essentially like be the, the person that's coming in and be just humble, like ready to come in and learn and not try to flex and impress people. Like it, most people, like you wanna speak about your problem, but you wanna really be a good listener to get the most out of a mastermind and to hear how people are thinking, right? Prompt a lot of people with questions 
but listen well. So Matt, anything else that you would add on that in terms of like comparing and measuring yourself to the people in the mastermind? I think that's really important because when you're around higher level people, they're going to stretch you. But Ed Milet says that the fastest two ways to change your identity is to do hard things in a short period of time and then change your environment, like change your associations, right? So when you start being able to be in a room with people that have achieved more than you or at a minimum, it's kind of on the same level, but they, they are pushing, they are wanting to be better. They are wanting to improve. They are hungry. They want to be the best. They want to provide the best. They're a little bit competitive because when you start getting around higher level people, you start getting competitive and you're like, okay, like game on, right? So they set the bar of what's possible. And that's part of also being in those rooms is it changes your belief systems because you're like, oh man, that person's doing seven figures. They're not any smarter than me. They're not any better looking than me. They're not any that, that like all these limiting beliefs that you start having, like start going away and you start oh, seeing yeah. what is possible, right? Mm-hmm. That's why having mentors that have done it and are doing it is important because they do show you what is possible, but then having other people around you applying that information and seeing their business grow shows you what's possible and that changes your belief system. So I'm a big believer in in your states to determine your life. So your states are the alignment of your thoughts, your beliefs, and your feelings that create your your actions, your actions create results. So when you're in rooms around those people or you're engaging with them on a weekly basis or now you're you met them in the mastermind and now you're you're having weekly meetings with them, that completely changes your state, completely changes your identity of what is possible and then you're going to take way more action and then your business is going to get better because of those associations inputs equal outputs in life right and then the biggest input you can have is your environment and your associations so oftentimes people can completely change their life by just changing their associations like when i get to spend more time with dustin i'm better right as entrepreneurs oftentimes we're functioning at the highest level of the people around us and that's not good there is magic getting around other high performers on the same frequency on the same energy wavelengths it just completely re-energizes you makes you want to be better so i think that's really important and then dustin hit on this but i think it's important is as you level up and as you've been in, in business longer what used to be a level 10 problem becomes a level one problem so you want to be around people that your level six, seven, eight, nine, ten problems are their levels one, two, three, and four problems, yeah. right? Because they can solve them for you and they, they solve them non-emotionally, right? Yes. Sometimes when we have lots of problems, we get very emotional. And when we get emotional, we don't think logically. So you want to be around people that can solve your emotional problems with logic and then you get to go home and execute on them. Sometimes it's not easy though. Sometimes you already know the answer, but you kind of just need that affirmation or permission to go do what you already know you're supposed to do. And uh, oftentimes I'm like, hey, if you need my permission to do it, here's my permission. Right? And they're like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna go do it. And it's just, it's just how we function, right? So if somebody has been there, done that, and they already know the solution and they tell you this is what you need to do, you know, that gives you the conviction to go do what you need to do and then go and change your business. So that's the benefit of being, making sure that you're, you're in a pond with at a minimum people doing a minimum level of income because 
if they're not, they're dealing with lower level issues and problems that are going to pull you down and not be focusing on getting you to to the next level, right? So you want to make sure that it's a next level mastermind, not a not a beginners or a growth mastermind. And all we ever talk about is how do we get one more lead through our doors? Yeah. And, and I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus, but a perfect example, I was in a mastermind once and we were at seven figure run rate of revenue as a company, but we had someone in the mastermind who was talking and asking questions about how to open their gym. And so, you know, again, I like helping people, but you also think to yourself, I pay good money. I'm here to learn. I want to be around people at the same, you know, stage of me so we can, we can talk about these bigger problems, but we spent a good hour teaching them how to get a lease, how to negotiate free rent, like all these things. And we're like, you know, like this, there's too big of a gap here. So like, also I think good masterminds kind of put some sort of minimum in place so that you know who's going to be in the room. Cause you don't, you don't know who's in the mastermind. You don't have access to the list. So good masterminds don't take everybody. They don't take somebody who's doing seven figures and someone who's just opening a gym and put them in a room together. It doesn't mean they can't support them, you know, but it's probably going to bring the mastermind value down if it's a collaboration of everybody, right? But we've also been in, there's a lot of fronting when you get into rooms with people and people are pretending like they're doing better than that they are. And then you take yes. their advice and then later you're like, that was terrible advice. And then you find out that that person's a freaking train wreck. And you decided to, because they sounded confident and you just assumed that they were successful. And then you realize that person's a freaking train wreck. And I took their advice. No wonder why it was not, not a good idea. So having some minimums too, to make sure that, hey, they're at a reasonable level that if they were to give me advice, it's probably sound versus they don't even know. Like, it's like, Somebody who's never tied their shoes before trying to tell you how to, to tie shoes. They probably wouldn't go well. Yep. Right. So we want to make sure that, that that's in place as well. And that, and that's like a, a danger sign. I'll just put everybody's like, if anybody's giving you like 90% or greater success, like that's a clear sign. They don't know their numbers. There is no 90% success in e-measure. They're like, yeah, we're converting 90% of people. 90% of the leads are buying. 90% of my team stays five years or longer. That's a, just a skilled salesperson who knows how to say things really confidently. To or, or it's a very short period of time. And I've seen that too, where they're, they're not lying. Like, it's like, hey, it's working really well. Uh, I remember uh, <laughs> um, one, one of my buddies owns a gym and he's like, our, our uh, attrition of coaches is zero for the last six months. And then the last 12 months, they've done nothing but hiring people leaving in like dumpster fire. So it's like for that period of time, yeah, the great. Success that, yeah. But it's it's the longevity and the consistency that matters. So sometimes you got to put into context. And in, in our world of like marketing and stuff, like something might be a home run promotion one time, but the next time you go to do it, it's not not going to work again. Or maybe it works in a certain area, but it doesn't work in other areas because there's context and different things going on, and everyone's running the same. Um, again, I don't want to like, for example, like a gym launch promotion where it's a free six week transformation challenge. And let's say you're like, oh, it, it's work. It, look, it works so great. But there's seven other gyms in the freaking five mile radius offering a free six week challenge because there is no territory protection. No. And then you're like, it's not working for me. Well, no kidding. Because the context is everybody in your area is doing that play or three other gyms have done it for the last three years and you think you're going to be some special unicorn, they've already burned it out. It's already been used. It's already been played out. 
Like those are the things to be thinking about. Like you do need to go in and be careful about who you are listening to and what are the inputs that you have. But if there's a self-selection process in the beginning, then you can start to know that, hey, like the people in here are legit. So uh, it kind of weeds that out from the beginning. Hey guys, it's Dustin Bogle with The Fitness Empire and we want to connect with you on social media. So Matt and I are asking you to either friend us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram and we'll follow you back. But you wanna search our name, Dustin Bogle or Matt Wilbur, and here's what we wanna do for you. We wanna help you with your biggest pain point in your business. So send us a DM, tell us what that big pain point or struggle is and we'll share with you whatever we've done when it comes to that pain point in our own business, all right? So again, go on Facebook, Instagram, search Dustin Vogel, Matt Wilbur, connect and let us help you grow your business. Yeah, love it. All right, the next question we would say, and this, we're kind of already like alluding into that, but like, what is the culture like? You know, um, are there people with egos, you know, or are there, you know, a lot of humble people, right? Um, what do they celebrate? Cause you know, that that's really what they're trying to get out of their members is what they're putting on a pedestal, what they're celebrating. And so, you know, you kind of do the same thing at your gyms. Like, what do you celebrate there? You know, do you celebrate, you know, X or Y? And so you're signaling to your members what you want, the the behaviors you want out of them. So the mastermind, like, what do they celebrate, right? And so that's a good thing to look at. What type of people are in the mastermind? Are Are they similar to you? Like, so again, is it family friendly? Meaning if you have a family and there's a lot of family people in there, or is it again a lot of singles? No knock on them, but like the advice if the if the leader of the mastermind has no kids and he's leading a group of people with no kids, like that is might you might find a lot of conflict because they might be all raw like work nights and weekends, work you know fifty hour you know sixty hour work weeks, like you know like go berserk, and then you're like, hey, I want to balance, man. I want to turn it off at a certain point and spend time with my son or my daughter, and so it's like you want to look for that that culture and is it the right fit for you. And, you know, another kind of preference to keep in mind is like, do you like to travel? Like, do they get together in person a lot? Is it, is it at the right cadence for you? Is it too much, uh, in-person meetings? Um, you know, I've seen some gather quarterly, some twice a year, some once a year, some never, they're a hundred percent online. So like what speaks to you and it, and really listen to like energy because it's like, okay, cool. I'll save money. If it was a hundred percent online mastermind, we'll never travel, we'll never meet. But does that really fill your cup? Are you really paying attention? Are you really taking action compared to when you gather? Like with the best masterminds, in my opinion, are when we gather because I get to have some time on a plane and I get to kind of think of my business while I'm on the way there and think of the problems. And then I can meet and engage with people. And uh, it's a good, I, I always like that it's a good asset test. You know, could you step away and you not have any problems? No urgent fires. You know, it's a good asset test. You need to have those, you know, periodically. And then, you know, you you pay the best attention when you're in person. Me and Matt were just talking about this domination workshop. The people who were there were super engaged. They were taking notes. They were, you know, grasping the information. There's no distract. There's no phones. There's no laptops. There's no kids coming and walking into your office and interrupting you. Like, you are all in. And so that gets you the best results, right? And so, like, you got to take these things into consideration when you're looking at the culture of the mastermind. How often do they gather? What You know, what's going to be asked of you? Who's in, who's in there? Are there people like you and people that are further along, right? And then like, what do they celebrate? These are all things that drive the culture. Um, what else sir, do you look for when it comes to culture, Matt? Well, I think what helps drive the culture is what's the standard that, again, the leaders uh, represent, right? So, so <laughs> I've been in masterminds where 
freaking like I, I swear the people just came to go get drunk and shit faced and like pretty much like uh run away from their business right versus like come there to get better for for their yes. business yeah and uh so if, you know ultimately i don't drink i don't do drugs i don't i go to bed on time i get up i work out i take care of myself i make my family a priority so uh, ultimately masterminds that, that I run. So th there was a mastermind I used to run that was pretty much like, I don't know, frat party. Um, and then I took it over and then it turned into like, Hey, like we're, we're going to turn pro. Um, and, and that's just the, that's just the truth, right? Like the, the leaders drive the culture as well, but like, are the people coming, are the conversations about, Hey, let's go to so-and-so bar and go get shit faced. Right. Or the conversations like, hey, let's go out and let's let's talk about what we learned and how we're going to apply it and how we're going to get better and conversations about growing and developing and, and getting better as human beings. Yes. Um, so, again, like that's why having the right people in the group and the right leaders in the group really do matter because that sets sets the culture. Like, is it like, hey, these are people that I would love to have my kids around and have influence wow. on my kids, like past masterminds I, I've been at, I'm like no way I would want to bring my son in that environment. Yeah. Right. And, and that's just, that's just the truth. So who you hang around with influences, because again, it could be a great mastermind event, but if you're up late and you're partying and you're drinking and then you're hung over the next day for the, the presentations yes. and then you're, you're sleeping on the airplane cause you're so freaking tired. Yeah. What did you do? Yes. But that is also like ultimately these people that I'm talking about also had the most dysfunctional businesses. And every time they would go to the mastermind, they'd be in the exact same place. And it, it's a character issue, right? So yeah. who do you want to be associating with? What's the culture that you want? Who do you want influencing you? These are all things that you got to think about before you, you stroke a check and, and pay good money. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, I love that. I think that's so important because uh, I, I do notice that the people who tend to have the worst like issues with their team, um, the, the business is basically a reflection of the owner. And so the people who have the most, like you said, dysfunction, team turnover, client problems, they themselves have issues that they got to work on. And again, we're not pointing fingers, but it's just like clean yourself up. You got to lead yourself before you can lead others. So it's like clean up your act people will, will will follow and you'll track people that you know respect you and then now character bleeds throughout the entire culture so that goes in masterminds too yeah uh, and you honestly like a plus is like you get a leader that's like more even dialed in than you because now they'll stretch you in your personal life you know and like they're they're even more ahead of you in terms of their character right so that you improve your character because it's there to be for business but I keep loving that you keep bringing up like, are they making you a per, you know, your personal life better too? Cause that's a double win. That, that would be the ultimate mastermind. All right. And then the last one that we say to consider, cause these are like the five things to consider before joining a mastermind is what's the potential ROI and value you can get. So yeah, like calculate the money in if you join for a year and then what are you going to get out of it? Like in terms of direct revenue direct income like your your income going up the profitability of your business top line and bottom line revenue like we want all of that and then i mean an roi that's not measured by dollars is just like stress like what if you have dialed in systems that just reduce your stress immensely like what what is that worth you know what i mean like 
I, I, and what if you're able to take off to the next mastermind retreat or go on vacation and know that these systems have everything, you know, in place. So like, those are the things that you want to think about is like, what is the, the ROI in return for that investment? You know, what resources am I going to get? What trainings will they have? Um, what is the promise of the mastermind? You know, you hear a lot about promises in business. They say, Hey, if you come on board with us, we're going to help you with X, right? So like, you know that if I join, I'm going to get that in my business and then ask yourself like, well, what's that worth to you, right? What's that problem being solved? What would you pay for it? We say the same thing to clients, right? If they're like, I got to get these 30 pounds off. Well, what are you willing to spend? And it's $10 a month. You must not be in enough pain. And uh, it's kind of messed up. But sometimes I tell my team, sometimes people need to go gain more weight. They're not at 10 out of 10. They're only at six out of 10. And when they hit their level of hell, when they hit their 10 out of 10, they'll come back, right? And so essentially what is that for you, right? What, what do you need to see happen for you to feel like this was a wise choice? I joined this mastermind and I got immense 10X ROI. That is the last question that we put on here is like, what is that? At the end of the day, the, the ROI obviously matters. Sometimes it's, it's hard to, to measure what, what the ROI is, but the, the value is different for all of us, right? So when we think about yeah. marketing or why people buy, you have the external problem. So like for our average client, they want to lose weight. Definitely. That's not what, that's not why they buy. So you may say, Hey, I want to, to grow my business. I want, I want more money or what, whatever it may be. Right. So you want to grow your business, but the internal things are like, what's the benefits of, of that to Dustin's point might be less stress. I might have a better team. Now I have better life balance because I have better systems and processes in place inside of my business. And now I can set out, now I have a team that's aligned with my vision and my vision uh, mission and my core values and they're freaking fired up and they come every day, every day, like one of our core values, every day is game day. They come every day is game day, ready to change and impact our clients' lives. What would that be worth? That, that would be worth a lot, right? Because a lot of people struggle of, how do I recruit? How do I hire? How do I onboard? How do I motivate? How do I keep my team excited? How do I not, how do I overcome Groundhog's Day? Cause we do the same crap every, every single day. But what are the internal things that you want? Do you want more time with, with your family? Do you want your business to be more profitable because growing revenue, but doesn't necessarily mean growing, uh, growing profits because if your revenue grows at the same uh, rate that your expenses do, cause you just keep adding a bunch of shit that you think is going to make you more money, but then you're not looking at it from a profitability standpoint, what are we doing? Well, yeah. business's job is to solve problems and make money, right? Make a profit. So what are you actually looking for from an ROI standpoint? And I would argue that you should be looking to make your business more profitable and, and more scalable in the sense of like you can scale yourself out of the, the business. Like you have a duplicatable, replicatable business that if you wanted to, you could sell or you could actually scale yourself out of the business or you're just doing your zone of genius, the things that you love to be able to do. And then you have a team that does the rest of it. So that gives you money freedom and time freedom, which I think ultimately should be the goal if that's what you want, right? So the yeah. time freedom, time freedom to me is you get to choose how many hours that you're deciding to work and what you get to, to work on, not your you business know. is dictating that those things for you. Um, and then you have the money that, that you like, but the other thing is you get to do it with people that you love. So for me, it's money, freedom, time, freedom, and doing it with the people that I love. Cause if you're doing it with people that you love, then you also have energy freedom because when you do it with people you don't like, 
that aren't aligned with your vision, aren't aligned with your mission, aren't aligned with your core values, then you have a business that makes money. Maybe you have some time for it, but man, does it suck the life out of you to do that with people, right? So there's many ways to, to look at the ROI, but if you just want like simple ROI, I invested this much money, how much money am I going to 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 get back, right? Oh. So obviously you want to at least, least break even on the money front. If I put uh, $1,000 in, I know I'm getting at least $1,000 back every single month in return if it didn't do do anything else. But ultimately, again, it goes back to that first question. What are your goals? What are you really trying to achieve? What are the the dream outcomes that you want? And then does that deliver on that ROI? Are you getting a return on that money for those outcomes, right? Because ultimately, most likely your outcomes lead to more money generated inside of your business, hopefully more profit in your business, hopefully more time freedom in your business. And ultimately the the people freedom, the energy freedom of being able to do it with a badass team that lives out your vision, has a massive impact, changes clients' lives, has impact on your community. And, and that's really what, what I look like from a, an ROI standpoint is I look at all those things, well, right? Because if it, if it doesn't make me more money or at least my profit stays the same, then that's a that's a non-starter, right? Because now you're just wasting money. I put money in non-starter, but does it make me a better person and give me more time freedom to do the things that I want to do? Like to me, that's that's massive value um, because I like doing other things. Um, the, the other aspect of it and nobody thinks about it is like one day you might want to sell your business. Has the people that you're following actually ever set their business up to to sell as well what's the exit strategies what's the next thing that you want to do or now you're making a lot of money what do you do now how do you how do you pay less taxes how do you invest how do you get wealthy right like how do you leave a legacy for for your family those are all important to me um and then ultimately like the team stuff it is i've had teams that I've sucked the life out of me and I have teams where it's just they energize you and you're excited to go to work and you're excited to see them every day. You're excited to grow and develop them. And uh, it's just a much different mental place when you have have all of those things. And all the gym owners listening said, amen. And so uh, <laughs> I bet if they're, li- you know, if they're listening, they're all nodding. Um, but yeah, Matt took you guys to church there and I'm sure you guys felt it. So you know, especially energy, right? Like feeling energized by your team. You know, it is a two-way. We need to show up. We need to energize them, but we need to be excited about who we work with every day so that we can continue to do that for them. Um, Well, guys, that's our five things to consider. But as I said at the end, I wanted to share an exciting announcement. And that is that me and Matt are upgrading the FE Fitness Empire Mentorship into the Fitness Empire mastermind and so we're super excited we announced it first at domination workshop we gave all of them dibs on signing up and so we want to just take it to the next level and so i want to just point out a few of the things that we're going to be packing in there that i think the people who you know heard our explanation it really stood out to them they're like i'm excited and by the way you guys can read all about it on fitnessempiremastermind.com registration and enrollment is now open but i'm going to give you three that are the top three that people are really really talking a lot about. So the first is if you're listening to the podcast, you're getting a dose of me and Matt every week. Imagine being on Zoom live and talking about your business. And that's what we do. We do weekly coaching calls where we come in hot with a topic 
and we do some Q&A, but then we also have specific hot, hot seat sessions where the whole session is devoted to doing Q&A with everyone on the call. So that is the call to action for you to show up live and people are bringing their problems and we're solving them and we're giving them resources and we're giving them coaching. And it's like, you got this hotline, right? What other gym owners got a hotline that they can call every week that's there on standby with the most pressing problem in your business and that you can tap into. So that is uh, one that I know everyone's been enjoying in the mentorship, but we're taking it to the next level of mastermind and you will have a weekly coaching call. Second is that gives the owner training, but the next problem where we were talking about like one problem leads to another, sometimes they had difficulty conveying this message to their team. Sometimes they didn't say it the same way as me or Matt. And sometimes we even joke about, you know, having the parent voice that when you are constantly leading your team, they start to like tune you out. You become white noise. You know, the longer they're there, that can happen. And they don't, they don't think of you as that like person. They first joined the team and they're looking at you starry eyed. Now they're this nagging parent constantly piling to tasks and to do's on them. And so we found that sometimes it's really, really beneficial to have a third party enter the conversation and say what you need to say. Maybe we can say it a little bit more clearly, a little bit more simply, but they're going to look at us not as the, you know, the business owner, they're going to look at us, these outside experts, and that's a win for you because they'll be fired up. And that's what we saw at domination workshop coaches, managers, taking notes, going home, taking action. And they are like, not even asking the owner for permission. Like I'm changing this. I'm changing that. I'm bringing more. Isn't that what you want? You want people who go take action. Right. And so that is what we are also going to add. We're going to add on top of the end of this mastermind and monthly team training. And so your team is welcome. Your coaches, your managers will let you know what the topic is in advance. So you know who to invite, but they're going to get it straight from me and Matt. And we're going to give your team direct training. And so you're going to see just to, to us, we're like, that's the master. Like we can stop there. We have like six more things we threw on, but I'm going to just give you guys one more because we did talk a little bit about marketing and sales. And that is our winner's vault. People are really excited about this, but me and Matt are going to take our best marketing offers and we're going to give you all the resources that go with it. Email blast, text blast, Facebook ad copy. We're not going to give it to you before we run it and say, Hey guys, let's run this at the same time and hopefully it works. It's after the fact. We ran it. It's a home run. We've proven it. We worked out the kinks and we're giving you the final, final product. We consider it a winner. Therefore, it's going in the winner's vault. And so now when you need an offer, when you need something to run, you can go into the winner's vault and you can pick which one should I do right now, right? Which one works with my model? Which one is working for, you know, that I want to, I haven't done before. Or I want to play. I could do it again. You don't have to always need new, right? You can run another one again that is going to be in there. Those are the three, like I said, if you go to fitness empire mastermind, there's a list of things you're going to get when you join, but those are the ones that we heard a lot of excitement and feedback. And so we wanted to share with you guys, the listeners and, uh, let you know that, you know, again, we would love to have you in there. I guess one bonus one I'll throw in. We talked about it. This being family friendly, me and Matt, we're both married. We got kids. So we think about family friendliness. And so we are going to plan twice a year an offsite retreat somewhere. And we want to make it a family friendly place, a place that you can bring your kids, you can bring your family. The best part is when you do trips like this, it's a business write off. And so, um, you know, we, you get to enjoy some, some rest and relaxation, but you're also going to be getting away from your business to strategize on it and come back clear and ready to dominate. So those are some things that, uh, we're going to be having. There will be an extra fee for that because we got to cover the venue and food and all that. 
but we're going to keep it as minimal as possible so that you can bring out everybody and, and enjoy it. So those are some things we're excited about. Matt, anything that you want to add in regards to the mastermind? I think the biggest thing to, to realize with this is it's all encompassing, right? So it's, hey, if you need lead, like you need, need more people through your doors, awesome. You need to learn how to run the systems of getting them to stay awesome. You need help getting them results. We have everything you, you need uh, for that. And then you need to scale your business, grow, develop your team. Uh, and I, I would say most struggle with the growth and develop a, development of their team. Like yeah. yesterday we closed down our, we closed down our location and we spent all day. I had to create three presentations for my team. Like that takes a long time to create that content and then be able to deliver that content and get your team fired up around that content. Uh, so the average owner knows they need to grow and develop their team. They know they need to be doing these types of things, but finding the time is often difficult. And then it is the parent voice. And the greatest example of this was I had one of our coaches and I couldn't get him to do one. This is way back, like he was my one of my first coaches. So um, I couldn't get him to do the warmups. And no matter how I asked him, no matter how I talked to him, he just like would half-ass the warmups or not do them and not think that they're important. So then uh, I brought them to a Martin Rooney event and Martin Rooney was walking people like the first thing, it was a training for Warriors event. So he was going through the training for Warriors modules and the first thing is the warm-up and he basically said that you're a crappy coach if you're not warming up your clients like basically you have no business being in this industry if you're not warming up your clients he taps me on the leg and he goes yeah we really need to start doing warm-ups and i was like i wanted it you know i wanted to choke him and but i was like you know what i don't care how he heard it he tripped over the, i call it tripping over the truth he's all in now he now he never didn't do warm-ups because martin rooney told him to to do warm-ups so it's not that they haven't heard it. They have to trip over the truth, but they have to hear it from a different voice. And I used to do I used to do franchise training on how to run challenges and how to do nutrition and how to progress clients and how to do, and we'd have 500 coaches on. And I'd have my coaches on. And my coaches were like, yeah, okay, man. And everyone else's coaches were like, no, it's so great. This was amazing. Like, I love this training and they're all fired up and they're all pumped up. And I'm like, my coaches like could care less, right? They heard it differently because they hear from me all the time and they don't see me in the same light. I'm the boss that doesn't understand what it's like to be them and what they go through. And there's just a gap where now when I go directly to your team and Dustin goes directly to your team, they're going to be like super fired up. And you're like, I said that last week. Honestly, it doesn't matter. The fact is that they heard it. They feel like they heard it for the first time and it's their ideas. They tripped over the truth, but the big part is they want to take action on it. Yes. Those trainings will level them up. So what would it be worth that your team is now leveled up and they're excited and they're fired up and they feel like you invested in them because that's what it is. The reason they get these trainings is because you decided to invest in them. And if they leave your business, they don't get these trainings anymore. They yeah. don't get the assets that we're going to provide anymore. Right. So you now become that linchpin and you add even more value to their life because we're going to make them better. If they spend an hour with us once a month, it's every every uh, last Thursday of the month. They spend that time with us. They are going to be better. And I always say your job as a leader is to get your team high. And I always make a joke. I always like on my slides when I share it, I always have like someone smoking pot. <laughs> I'm like, not not that kind of high. 
Uh, but from a mental state standpoint, getting them high, and if, if you invest in them once a month, that's once a month that we're getting them high because ultimately they are going to go down low. But how low do they go really depends on how often are you growing them and developing them and, and getting their states at a higher level. Every time they get on that call, <laughs> that next two weeks, you're going to be like, clients are going to be like, hey, what, what's up with uh, what's up with Joe and Susie? They're freaking like, they're on fire. Yep. That's because they were on the training. And, and the only <laughs> reason I can say that with extreme confidence is because I've seen it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Even when I do team trainings with my team, clients are like, they can see a noticeable difference and I have the parent voice. Yes. So now imagine what that looks like when it's not the parent voice, when it's coming from an expert of somebody that they trust and they respect, they're going to go to the, the next level. And that's just one thing that we provide. That's just one thing that we provide. So uh, we wanted to create a mastermind that covers every area of your business and really the mastermind that we wish we had growing in this industry. Like it's, mm -hmm. I'm like, imagine if I had that 10 years ago. Imagine, Dustin, you had that 20 years ago when you got into the industry. Where would you be? Yeah. It would be it would be insane. So we cover everything. I don't want to like give you false illusions, but it's freaking going to be awesome. And we're going to be pouring all our time and energy into that to make sure that you get an ROI on all the areas in your life that matter to you. Yep. So guys, it is application only. So go to fitnessempiremastermind.com, fill out the application, heads up. You need to be at 30,000 total revenue a month to qualify only because the advice we give you, you need to have that much in revenue to be able to take action. If you're really nearby, I would still tell you to apply and we we might be able to see if you can you know get there quickly within joining, but we just don't feel right having somebody join that's not at that level. Our job is to get you from 30 and to go way beyond, take it to the next level, but that's kind of the baseline. So if you're not there, use it as motivation to get there. Say one day I'm going to get there and we'd love to have you. But we just, to protect the culture of our own mastermind, we, we talked about earlier, that's what we put in, in place as a baseline. Um, yeah. And then just looking at the, we talked about the peak. We already have multiple people that do seven figures that are in that group. Yep. So that, like bigger row. There, there is, there is a, yeah, there is a high, high uh, level of achievers already in that group. And we want to protect the group and, and put the best people in that group and, and all be growing together and, and making making a lot of money and making a lot of impact. Love it. All right, guys. Well, go to fitnessempiremastermind.com. We'll see you there and talk to you guys next week. Hey, guys. Dustin here. And I got to tell you, you got to go and apply now to the Fitness Empire Mastermind because spots are limited. Matt and myself want to make sure that we have a small knit group, a community of badass gym owners that want to take their gym to the next level and they want to build their fitness empire with scalable systems okay what does that mean that means systems that one person can serve many or that you can teach very simply to a lot of people those are the systems that build empires and that's what we're teaching inside of the fitness empire mastermind so if that's something you want to go and check out and see what it's all about i want you to go to fitnessempiremastermind.com read about all the cool stuff you're gonna get. We wanted to really make this the most unique mastermind for gym owners ever offered, and you can read all about it there. Apply, and we'll see you on the inside.